You're listening to Well Met. Well Met. A Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blizzpro.com. Well Met. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 242 of Walmet, a Hearthstone podcast brought to you by BlizzPro.com. And today is Wednesday, October 14th of the year 2020. And here in Kansas City, I am your host, J.R. Cook, and I am joined by a, a couple of dudes I haven't talked to in a little over a month, it feels like. In fact, uh, it's been a little over a month since we've done a show. Um, but we're back, and I am joined by over there in new hampshire mr danny donuts and mr ray c hey how's it going danny hey oh jr nice to be back man yeah. listen to that intro every time it's so cool yeah how about you ray they totally want to recap when we did that acapella <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no. hey, at this point they've been able to get that out of their brains i don't i don't know i feel like it's not an earworm i can tell you that yeah it's questionable uh i've been all over the place man i've been i was really playing a lot of hearthstone the heroic tavern brawl when that was out i was really grinding that i got a bunch of 12 win runs and my stream was really popping during that it was a lot of fun yeah i got 12 win runs with tempo mage i got 12 win runs with uh libram paladin i got um, no 12 in ones with Druid. I bombed with Druid multiple times. I tried really hard and failed many, many times with Druid. Um, actually, I think most of my 12 in runs were with Tempo Mage. And then I had two with Paladin. I think that was actually, I think I stuck to a small range of decks. I didn't play Demon Hunter or anything, even though I think that those are good. I just kind of, yeah, I don't I, know. I remember hopping I on. I remember hopping on and gifting a couple subs while watching you play. I appreciate it, but yeah, I don't like. I it feels like the Hearthstone meta has like still been the same since then. Like I've been playing a little bit of ladder. I've been playing like a little bit on and off, and it just like I don't know. It all feels the same. I'm just kind of right. Like, I, it just feels like nothing's changed in months, and I just don't have a good incentive to play. Like I don't even know what the next Masters Tour is, like, what would I even qualify for this month if I were to even get top 16? I don't even think it's announced. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I know that... Oh, I should have added this to our show notes. I know that uh, Grandmasters is uh, starting to uh, end here pretty soon, right? Their their championships are coming up? Yeah, um, I believe Monsanto made it to Worlds. Uh, ETC was close, but he didn't end up making it, but he's actually relegating... Uh, himself, right? Because he's quitting. Yeah. Yep. To uh, run his own business, which is pretty cool. Yep. He's. Yeah, I saw that. He's just, I like Hearthstone just doesn't pay the bills, man. At least when you have like a full, full-on family and all that adulting stuff. Like even if you're grandmaster. Yep. Doesn't uh, doesn't pay the bills, so. Definitely doesn't. There's there's a lot of names of. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of names. There's at least one big name that dropped out, uh, got relegated, and that that was um, Firebat. I was 
I was completely blanking on his name for a minute. Um, you know, former he was the first he was the first world champion, and uh, he, he basically announced his retirement. Yeah, uh, yep. and, and then joins the crew with Dog of yeah prominent players that are starting to drop. Yeah, and, and, go ahead, Ray. I was gonna say I read his tweet longer, and I, he was pretty transparent. He was like, "I could have done things better." It's like, and you could kind of see that in a lot of the grandmasters as well, like. They're just not focusing their energy on competitive Hearthstone because there's really not much to gain from it. Like, what would you rather do from Firebat's perspective? Tr actually, like, forego streaming to try really hard at practicing for your Grandmasters matches? Or would you rather stream and make twice as much money as you would get if you were to win those Grandmasters matches? Right. Uh, and Bloodyface had a twit longer, too, that I thought was interesting. Um, oh, I didn't he, read that one. He was talking about leaving if he got relegated, right? Um, he didn't get relegated though, but uh, but he talked about he, you know, he talked about hey, this, you know, grandmasters, like he he's like I don't know what I would do uh, without it. It's like I I I guess I have to go into content creation if I want to make money, and he's absolutely right. Like right now, that's like there's no like real way of making money in Hearthstone if you want to be competitive unless you're in like the content creation. And but here's the the flip side to that is like look at a grandmaster like No Hands Gamer who actually has a very big stream. Blizzard does not promote him at all. Right. Literally never seen him on I I literally see random 50 viewer like streamers that I've never heard of before over people like No Hands Gamer and Bloody Face who do actually stream. They just don't get is enough from their stream because i mean they're not big enough to make money off of their stream which is right normally fine but when you are in grandmasters and you don't make enough money from grandmasters and now like this is a very well-known thing and you're trying to actually do the content creation aspect so you can actually make a full-fledged career or living out of hearthstone it's like when you then don't get supported by the company it's kind of just like that feels crappy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's that divide that's been there for a while where the esports side of Blizzard has just been really rough over these past couple of months at this point. It's been almost a year since uh, all of those, like, the layoff period, right? When was that? Did that happen, like, early? Uh, yeah, that happened, that happened last year. Um, that happened last year somewhere, nine, it, ten months ago? Yeah, uh, it might have been even before that at this point. Um, it's been almost two years, actually. Oh, wow. It's been that long. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the exact dates off the top of my head, uh, but I remember it was shortly after the 2018 BlizzCon, I believe, um, because that, that would have been shortly after Mike Morheim left, and that was uh, when Mike Morheim leaving was... Um, the death to Blizzard esports, um, and and it, he was the protector of a lot of things at Blizzard, and one of his passions was esports, and he was okay uh, for it to basically be a large cost center uh, because he thought it was worth it. And um, the thing is, though, it didn't look good on paper. the button on paper, right? And Activision Blizzard um, execs look at that, look at those numbers. And, uh, you know, just it didn't make sense. So when Morheim was gone, uh, Blizzard Esports got completely gutted. 
Like, if you look at what the layoffs were um, for Blizzard, like, they upped how many developers on their games for certain games that they were doing. Like, they upped that, but they basically gutted everything around, like, um, uh, community, around uh, esports, around content, etc. That's where they did all their cuts because they felt like they need to focus on the games and not on the content surrounding the games. And I feel like I feel like that was a bad move. Mm, like I, I understand mean, the reasoning, but I feel like it was a bad move. It 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 is a bad like it's like a good and bad. I don't know. I feel like why not do both, man? Like you're a giant company. Right. Right. It's going to pay off for you in the long run. Right. Uh, like I when when that happened uh, and, and then even BlizzCon 2018, which was just a disaster in general. Um, yeah, I, I made the comment that Blizzard lost its soul uh, at, at, oh, around phone. then. Yeah, it like, lost its soul. Um, to to and, communist and Mike, China. Mike Morheim was Mike Morheim was its soul. <laughs> Mike Morheim was Blizzard's soul. And, and communist uh, China took it. <laughs> communist China took it. No, it, it's. That's just how I feel about Blizzard right now. Um, I'm just kidding, China. If you're listening, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and I they love also you. own. And your president Please. does not look like Winnie the Pooh. It's a beautiful man. Oh, okay, continue. God. Sorry. All right. Um, but yeah, I I just feel like you know Blizzard lost its soul right there. I. I'm still excited. Like I, we've talked a lot of good things about like the Hearthstone dev team, and uh, you know how they've stepped it up in the last couple of years. And I still strongly believe that. I still feel like they're putting yeah. Hearthstone in a pretty good place. Um, my interest has waned, um, but that's just because I played this game for six years at this point, and that's bound to happen. Um, I'm sure it will come back at some point. It always does. It's always on the release cycles. That's something that yeah. always, that's something that I always know, right? Whenever yep. a new set comes out, everyone who I like, even a lot of the people who play, maybe about I don't know, play a little bit here and there, they always come back for the new set. That is something that is very regulated in Hearthstone. New set comes out, my entire friends list is online. All two hundred people are playing, and then as the season goes on, less and less people go. Yeah, that's one of the issues that I mean, it's just inherent based on the cycle. You can you could see this uh, a while back on Twitch viewership for Hearthstone as well, where if you looked at someone like Kriparian back in the old days, he would have. Peak numbers during set expansion come like when they came out, but then he would wane down as time went on. And then when the hype season started up, all of a sudden people get back into Hearthstone, and yeah. then uh, it just it's like a roller coaster. So but each, each think, time the hype season's less and less, though. Correct. It, the roller coaster is downward trending is one of the things that's definitely happening. So, but I mean, it is something where you have massive spikes during those. I don't know. I'd say the two weeks after an expansion is giant. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the only thing about that, like, I think everything was true that Danny said, except for the whole, like, part where he said he had 200 friends. I'm not so sure <laughs> oh. about that one. <laughs> I have 200 people waiting to friend me on my thing. I don't <laughs> Dang, Mr. Popular over here, huh? I just don't delete the requests. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just messing with you, buddy. 
That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, no, I, I, and I'm in the same lull right now. And th- for some reason, this set just didn't grab me either. Um, n- not like, <laughs> not, not like some others. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what that is. It, it could be I just wasn't like the theme was just kind of like, eh, and then I just never got into it. Well, uh, one of the things that I think about this was that a lot of the effects were not, um, they weren't that exciting, realistically. Like, spell burst as a mechanic is like, great, an effect happens when you cast a spell. It, it, I mean, that that's one of the things that I'm uh, looking for in upcoming sets. I want to see something that changes how Hearthstone is played fundamentally, where, like, more uh, the big thing that I'm looking for and we'll get more into this later is um, I want more strategy in the game I want something that makes me think when I go through and I want new options given to me with some of these cards whereas spell burst isn't really that exciting and dual class cards is cool but like once you figured out which ones are good and which ones are not they're literally just okay they're either playable in the two classes where they're played or they're not playable at all so yeah and this this conversation is definitely going into something that we were going to talk about in the show notes. So I'm just going to get into it right now. Um, what Danny's referring to real quick is there was a, twi- tw- a tweet a tweet post, I don't know, a tweet uh, put out by Dean Ayala, who's one of the designers uh, there on Hearthstone, Ixar. Um, and he asked the question, uh, about a year and a half ago, I asked this question, got an incredible response. Let's see what has changed in that time. And the question he asks is, if Hearthstone used to be your main game, but isn't anymore, what would get you back? And Danny, like, you started answering that. Yeah, well, I want more strategy. The big thing that, yeah. I mean, I've been, this this may be just reflective of what I've been doing in my time when I haven't been, I haven't been playing as much Hearthstone recently. I've been playing a lot of TFT. And the big thing that I find is that, like, in TFT, if you take someone from Masters and you put them in a lobby with all bronze players, the Masters player is going to win every single time because, or maybe they'll come in first and second every single time because they'll be able to go through and make the strategic decisions to get them to that spot. Whereas in Hearthstone, I feel that a lot of the time uh, you're very dependent on your matchup. And obviously, if your opponent misplays, like you can you can capitalize on that. But I think that after people start getting experienced and play a little bit, it uh, the, not that the games play themselves out. But it gets to the, the point where a lot of the things come down to random effects, where if you win the game, it's because you did a strategy, your strategy right. If you're playing against a mage, un- sometimes it turns into, OK, well, this person just had the out and some uh, they played something like evocation, got a bunch of random spells. And all of a sudden your random spell, it's the extra. It's a third ice block they play. So that's another thing I'm frustrated with. And that's in the back of my mind that randomness is something that is um a factor for some of these classes and if you're playing optimally most of the time the times that you lose against those classes is because you get out rng'd which is unfortunate that's something that's a turnoff for me where typically i don't notice when i win because of those rng moments but i certainly do notice them when i lose when when i get a third ice block i'm like nice that's cool and i'm uh, but it's not like oh yeah this is game winning but when i get a third ice block played against me i am very angry like the the difference in the scale of the happiness versus the negativity on randomness is uh very vast in hearthstone danny mad (laughs) 
smash. I have I have two answers to this that I feel um would get me back into the game and make this my main game. Like absolutely 100% all in. Um one right now is I I have no incentive to play. And I believe I said this the last time we talked about this. And I I probably brought both of these up last time we talked about this cuz I remember talking about this about a year ago. Um there's no incentive for someone to play right now. Uh, there's hardly any incentive for someone like Ray to even play right now. Um, and Ray, I think you'd probably agree with me on that. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's the, the reward that I get playing, like, it, don't get me wrong, I actually do enjoy the game. Like, the game is enjoyable, um, but not to sit there and play it a lot, like I used to. The, the, the game is enjoyable enough for me to hop on and uh you know play play a couple rounds here and there and that's fine but there's no incentive to keep me playing other than oh shoot um i need to get my five wins in this month because i still want to make sure i get my card back um someone's moving around and making a lot of noise by the way sorry that was me all right that's fine (laughs) um fine don't worry about it guys (laughs) you're starting to sound like my work meetings right now um (laughs) the, the uh uh, the other thing for me, though, is um, there's no social aspect. Like, Hearthstone is a game that I play by myself, and over six years of playing what is a very lonely game, in my opinion, um, it, it's like, why would I want to continue playing this? Like, the games that I am leaning towards right now, and I'm playing a lot of, especially, like, they could have killed it with our current situation, like, with the pandemic and everybody being at home if they had made Hearthstone somewhat social. Like, they could have absolutely killed it, and the game's just not social. I, I, it's not like I can hop on and play easily with my friends. They, they, they introduced us a little bit with Battlegrounds, um, but Battlegrounds just doesn't interest me that much. But they haven't introduced it to the rest of the game yet. And I think that's something that could really go a long ways uh, to get me to hop on, like, one or two nights a week and just play with my friends. Like, a group of friends, not just one-on-one. Like something where me and a group of friends can play, and I think that's important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there's, there's another. Oh, go ahead, Ray. I was gonna say there's like not only is there no reason to play, like it, it's just uh, I'm I'm jealous of these other games like Rude Terra and stuff that are literally getting a tournament mode. Like Blizzard would talk about like how impossible it is to make a tournament mode, blah blah blah. And now we literally see this game Rune Terra. Just get everything that we've been asking for for five years after like a year of being out. How popular is Runeterra right now? Uh, it's fairly popular. It's like I, I really don't know. I was just I, it's a legitimate question. I would I mean, like, is it like it, the? It's, it's like the third open, most. Hearthstone's number one. I would guess MTGA is number two. Yeah, and then, is definitely like a close third. Magic. It's probably a close third. It's like actually not a dead game surprisingly um i guess they've made it better i haven't played it in a very long time i pretty much played it when it came out and got bored quick and then yeah i got bored extremely quick with that game so i'm just like seeing these people like their community is genuinely just like excited and passionate and i'm just like man our community literally just talks about how much it sucks (laughs) like this is not good right like well like Hearthstone, our, our Hearthstone is veterans at this point, yeah, though, right? That's Hearthstone one of the was that... there at the beginning. Yeah, 
And that's one of the things that I think is uh, differentiates us at this point, where, I, I mean, one of the things you realize is that I remember the, in the beginning days of Hearthstone's meta, metas were fresh for months on, months on end, but things are solved within the first week and a half. And that's, one of, that's another thing that I wanted to bring up, that things get very stale quickly. And that's one of the things that I don't really like about Hearthstone at the moment, especially playing other games like TFT, where there is a nerf buff every every other week, and then if something's overpowered, it's changed within the week. Like, if they did something on the scale of, like, uh, I, I see that Dog made a post on this tweet, and he's, like, the number one person with all these comments. Um, he wants to, uh, like, a ladder that every month you have a different set that is, like, rotated in and out, like a core set, Right. Where things are no longer stale, where you can deck build and it's a different game every single time. Like that would be very interesting. That would be something that I'd like to play and I'd get a lot of enjoyment out of like building different decks. I only have this set of cards to build something from so I can try this out. I can try that out. Like it just seems very stagnant. And that is one of the repercussions of the release cycle where for the first two or three weeks as soon as a set comes out everyone's super hyped but nothing really changes after that point you might have some nerfs you might have some buffs but ultimately that meta is what persists throughout the extended period of time and they did a really good job when they did those mid-set expansions and all of that those types of things that happened they didn't do it this time around so uh, I don't know. Like at this point, like anything would help. Bringing back the wild cards, excessive oh, buffs and nerfs. Year. Well, they did it last year, but they didn't do it this month. Like we're 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 closer. I think we're probably closer to uh, past the halfway point at this point, right? Where expansion is probably going to drop late November. We're probably about a month and a half away from getting a new set. They haven't done anything. And this is right when everything starts to get stale. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I, I don't I don't know. But I think that there is a lot of untapped potential, not only with new features like a tournament mode, which I think even Brawliseum in itself, like that made so many people play the game, like so many pro players, like we're genuinely excited to play the game because you feel like that instant gratification. You get those rewards. You feel good. You get that like like yes i accomplished something today whereas like on a normal day of ladder you feel like you wasted your day almost 100 percent of the time unless you finish the day at rank one legend like and even if you finish the day at rank one legend it doesn't matter because you don't get anything for it whereas like even if you're just getting 50 packs and three golden legendaries like at least you're getting some type of something that makes you feel good about your time that you put in to do that run um and i feel like they need something like that that's competitive not like I need, they need more like rewards for like casual players and stuff like that but i think they need more rewards for competitive players as well like or like a i don't know if it's a game mode or if it's tournament mode or like what it is that they need but they need something to like make the game exciting for people like achievements right like like saying you made 12 wins going on a 12 win run like that's something that you can honestly you just make a tweet about i i just got a 12 win run that's exciting right whereas at this point rank one legend is not as exciting as a 12 win run of a uh of the coliseum like with brawliseum but uh, that's crazy yeah. I, I never thought that I, I would say that 
yeah my stream was popping off like people were like oh this is a like when i would get close and be like this is it this is like this is gonna be the another 12 wins baby and yeah. then like on the 11th dude the final boss i'd play like the rocky music i'd start boxing <laughs> i'd be like uh, i'm awesome like i'm ready let's go yeah. like it was it was fun yeah and, and yeah i i literally just responded to a tweet just now too and uh this goes into what i i, I was saying earlier is the incentives of the game right now are the same as they were six years when the game was released. And, and yeah. that's the problem. I, I mean, so, I think it's less so for competitive players because at least Ladder gave points before. That's true. That were like <laughs> manageable. Yeah. Like, I guess now, like in some months, Ladder gives you instant qualification if you top 16. But that's so unrealistic for the majority of people. And it just feels so much worse because it's so all or nothing than like having a point system where it's like okay i got top 100 i can bank my five points and the next month i can do another top 100 and then i can do another top 100 and then i'm qualified or like i can go hard one month take one month off like i can kind of pace myself whereas the way the system's currently set up it's literally just like all or nothing top 16 or die and that just feels bad even if you end up I mean, I don't know what it feels like to not make playoffs because I didn't ever miss playoffs, but like I'd imagine like some people felt like they had more of a shot with the point system than they do now. Yeah. Like the goal is so it's like winning an open cup right now. All open cups, because of the reduction of them, uh, they're only played what f two or three days on the weekend now as uh, compared to like every day. Only first gets anything, whereas before top eight, there's like you got points for it. Now only first gets anything. Yeah. And there's a thousand twenty-four players in every single cup. Every single cup is capped. So like, that doesn't even feel worth playing to me. I mean, I don't I don't yeah. play because it's not worth my time because of how un like even as a good player, like okay, I assume if I were to actually dedicate the time, I think I would I would win a cup eventually, right? I think I would be able to do that pretty easily. But that's such a huge, huge time commitment for such little reward like and it's not guaranteed either whereas like ladder if you get ladder points and you get points for your finishes that aren't first place in tournaments it's like a guaranteed thing like i can guarantee that i can get multiple top eights and gain get a certain amount of points if i put in the time i can't guarantee that i'm not gonna lose to a another pro every time i get to the finals yeah it also allows for progression too, right? That's one of the things that Hearthstone severely lacks. They have the new rank change, right? But it, realistically, there's no difference between if you end up at rank 10,000 legend, 1,000 legend. Like with the old system, it was like, okay, well this month I ended at, let's say 500. All right, I wanna do better next month. And then like you get, let, let's say you get one point for finishing legend, right? wasn't that what it was? One point for that or something? Yeah. And, but let's say I let's say I go and I, I get 200, I get 250. So it's like, great, I got three points this time. So then people are more incentivized to continue to play. But now at this point, it's like, well, I, I haven't hit this threshold for top 16 and it's so far away for someone who's not as good at the game. So they're gonna go through well it's not worth my time to in like become really good at this because i'm not seeing progression even though i finish 300 250 200 150 it doesn't matter unless you're in that top echelon 
where, I mean, not everyone is in that top echelon. And having people progress is one of the best ways to get people hooked into the game because they're going to continue to play if they're getting better. And then if they're getting better, they're going to continue to play. Yeah. I mean, even for people who are of the higher echelon, so to speak, like, I would think that I would be considered that. It's still not, I don't even see it being worth my time because there's definitely 16 other people who want it and have nothing to do. And I mean, I'm the same way. If I actually want it, it's just like infinitely less likely with 16 spots. Like I have to really, you know, just go on that full on, like no streaming last week of the month, like really just sit down and what's, what's the phrase like nose to the grind or what, what do people say when they say something uh, about like, the grindstone? Yeah. Nose to the grindstone. Yeah. It's like, I would have to do that. It's just like, is that even worth it anymore? Because what does qualifying even get you? Yeah, it probably gets you eight hundred and fifty dollars. Is working for hundreds of hours worth eight hundred and fifty dollars? Some people it is because they have nothing better to do, which is fair, or they just really enjoy like comp competing and yeah, they want to get there. Like that's fine. But for me, like it used to be worth it, but now it's like I don't know. I have like other things to do with my time. My time is more limited. It's like there's just like they're not giving me a reason to put Hearthstone over streaming or like competing specifically and tryharding over streaming or literally doing anything else. So I'm probably fair, just though. getting a hundred or eight hundred and fifty dollars for that. To time. be fair, like look back at the Wild Open. I think this is a good case study where the Wild Open wasn't really giving you that much in prize funds, but it was top 200 people qualify or something along those lines, right? Where all of a sudden, as soon as you open it up to like a reasonable amount of people, do you know the number of people who tried to qualify for the wild open? Like that was a one month thing, a special like dash of, um, like a competition and everything blew up. So many people started playing wild during that period and tryharding and everything got really competitive and people were really excited to play the game. Yeah. Like literally I just offering yeah. side things like that where it's like, okay, this month arena matters. If you go through, we have like a super awesome tournament. If you, if you're like the highest arena win rate, I haven't, I haven't heard about arena in, the I, longest time you probably is a won't dead either. game mode at this point it, it I mean, is it like blizzard has basically given up on it really uh, i mean uh, think about it that's not me saying like officially they have but it looks like it absolutely looks like they have yeah i mean i haven't played arena in forever i haven't heard anything like there's not but no one streams it well, no, that's because Battlegrounds came out. Crypt was the anchor yeah. for Arena, and then as soon yeah. as Battlegrounds came out, he's like, yeah, this is significantly better. Right, and it is. Like, why would you play Arena when you can play Battlegrounds at this point? Like, it's just, it just seems, it's just, it's the better game mode. Um, they, they, and they could have fixed Arena, and uh, they ha they're not going to. They're, they're going to focus on these new game modes. I mean, if you were to go through, make an improved arena that is Dungeon Run-esque, where you go through and just yeah. pick from a bucket of cards, that would improve arena significantly. It would. It would. I would. I just think that they're going to create just new game modes and do something a little bit different rather than rework arena. And or, they're just going to leave arena where it's at. Or we could do something crazy like tournament mode. 
<laughs> that would be that would light some fire under everyone. All of a sudden, <laughs> everyone would be playing in tournament mode. Like, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's a cra- it's a crazy idea. I know, I know, it's crazy. It but... wouldn't it wouldn't get me to play again at this point, though. It, maybe for you, it wouldn't uh, get me. Come on, you're that don't get, be a that would get me doubter. to play though. Like, yeah. it would be something where on the weekend, right? I have two or three hours to spare. I'll play in a Hearthstone tournament, sure. Because all of a sudden it becomes, can I beat all of these people? Can I do this thing here? Where instead of like ladder, it's like, oh, I'll just play like 30 games of ladder. That's not exciting. But it's like when you have the the, the competition adds a lot to it. And I think that's something that I've really recognized throughout this podcast. The element of competition and having a goal to work towards is something that Hearthstone lacks at the moment. Yeah. And that's something that they need to add in and whether it be artificially through different game modes that come out or anything along those lines. But I mean, they can just do it by offering little things here and there, literally just adding a point system. Like, I don't know. I think they could make so many different changes and improve it systematically. So while we've been talking, uh, Dean did respond to my tweet already. No way. (laughs) That's sick. And uh, he said, incentive to play should get a refresh with revamped reward system and achievements. Um, Battlegrounds is a first foray into social, but admit that we could do better. Uh, definitely one of the largest opportunities for growth. So Okay, I, but like revamped rewards, that just sounds like we're going to get more packs at the end of the month kind of thing. I think it's a little bit more than that. Um, I mean, keep in mind that they talked about like the... Uh, you know, there's that whole controversy around the unannounced Battle Pass system, right? Um, I, I think that's probably going to be where some of this reward system comes into play. Um, I know that they're redoing achievements. That's been on the roadmap since the beginning of the year. Um, they said they were going to do that. So uh, we just don't have any details of how it's going to look yet. And I don't I think, think it's just going to be more packs. I could be wrong, but I think they're going to do more than that. I mean, just making unique things that are along the lines, like if you ever play against someone who has the golden card back on ladder, you automatically go, oh my God, this is so cool. Cosmetics like that, where let's say you finish top 500 legend, you get a a unique hero portrait or something like, because they've been releasing those as a part of the, um, whatever the new play system or whatever, they're planning on doing that. Um, That would be super cool. Imagine you finish top 500 legend, you all of a sudden you get a super sweet um hero portrait. Then you get to brag to your friends, "Hey, I got the I got the foil Cadgar." Like that would be <laughs> sick. <laughs> Look at me, my shiny Cadgar. <laughs> Ray, you know you would be going for shiny Cadgar. Yes, that's the that would be great. <laughs> I mean, I might you would 100%. 100%. Like I said, I might. <laughs> I might not. You never know. No, no. I might switch it up on you. Yeah, 100%. You would. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? It's a shiny Cadgar. Right. Shiny Cadgar. <laughs> Gotta collect the shiny Cadgar. Um, but no, I mean, I, I knew that they were bringing the reward system. I, I just want to see what they're doing with it. And we should probably... Um, be hearing about that in the next few weeks, I would imagine. Probably next couple weeks. I, I, I would I would bet that Hearthstone has some kind of an, an announcement in the next two to three weeks. 
and it's going to line up with whenever BlizzCon was going to be, um, which BlizzCon was probably going to be, um, I think BlizzCon was literally, like, they, they never announced when BlizzCon was going to be, but I think BlizzCon was going to be, like, a week from this upcoming Saturday, so Friday and Saturday. I think BlizzCon was going to be October 23rd and 24th this year, if, if they would have had it. Like that? What? Is it normally that yeah. time? Is it normally that time? Yeah, yeah. It's normally, been October typically. Yeah, it's been like end of October, like sometimes around like uh, uh, Halloween. Um, but with it being an election year and everything, I think they would have. Uh, well, I know that there was a big event happening that same weekend at the convention center, so I don't think that they were gonna get it um, that day. So they, I think the two dates, two possible dates that they were, could have potentially had BlizzCon this year. Would have been the twenty third or twenty fourth, or November sixth and seventh. It could have been one or the other. So either way, it would be soon. Yeah, either way, it would be. You know, that's sometime in the next three weeks. It, keep in mind, if BlizzCon, if we were, let's say BlizzCon was going to happen, wouldn't it be great to reveal at BlizzCon a new game mode? Yeah, uh, and I, I, I think that's. I think they're gonna have some kind of an announcement that is BlizzCon like. Or Hearthstone specifically, and I think that's when we're going to hear about the new game mode. Before they just announce a new set, that, and, and that's it. That's all we get. <laughs> well, if, if we well, get that, then I'm turning around. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so here, here's what, here's what they're going to definitely, probably, definitely have to announce. They're going to have to announce a new game mode that was on their roadmap. They're going to announce a new set that was on the roadmap, and they're going to announce whatever this new uh, uh, reward system and achievement system is, because that was also on their roadmap. And all those lined up to the to like the final uh, release schedule, so I, th- I think we're gonna hear all of it. I um, would be okay with any of it, not all of it, right? Like, uh, it's one of those things that I can get, I can cut them some slack because I'll be, they've been like everyone working from home and not sure. as active. So obviously there may be some setbacks, and if they admit that and say, "Hey, we've had a rough time, but we want to get the best stuff out to you," here's what we got. If they cut back on one or two things, I don't mind. But general improvement is what we're looking for. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. I don't think we're going to get that. However, um, Blizzard has already shown that uh, they're okay pushing dates back. They just did it with World of Warcraft recently, uh, where they had yeah. a date set for the new expansion for World of Warcraft, and they pushed it back because they're like, there's stuff that we're not happy with, and with everybody working from home, we got behind. Well, with with Hearthstone though, you can compartmentalize the things. I'd rather see them say, I'd I'd like to. I'd rather see them release one thing. Then say, all right, well, we're not. We want to make sure it's perfect, so we're going to hold back on all the things that we have. I'd rather get right. piece-fed things than have it go and be like, okay, well, we had this whole plan of releasing everything where BlizzCon was going to come out, but two of the things aren't done out of the ten things we're going to release, so we're going to hold back another month. Yeah, I'd I don't. Rather I don't think they're going to do, do it that. piecemeal. Yeah, I, I like. Like you said, they they can release stuff as it comes out, as they're ready for it, and they've proven that they can do that. Um, World of Warcraft's a different beast, obviously. Yeah, that's true. A full expansion versus not an expansion is a totally different thing. Right. Um. I mean, yeah. So I think that's. I I think we're gonna hear something pretty soon, and uh, maybe that'll revitalize some of the stuff that we've talked about. But I I think it's cool that Dean like responded within. You know, a few Two minutes. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> of me sending that tweet. So um, I, I, I like that they've been a little more responsive on stuff like that. Um, 
granted with everybody working from home it's quite a bit easier to do that in my opinion um let's see there's other stuff we wanted to talk about though um the, the i kind of alluded to this one earlier um the big news that kind of hit oh when was this this was i want to say this was last week um or a couple weeks ago this was this was almost a month ago at this point <laughs> time time doesn't yeah. exist time does not exist anymore guys um, I, mean, I agree <laughs> Um, Mike Morheim, uh, who was, uh, one of the Blizzard co-founders and had left and stepped down from Blizzard two years ago, um, has announced a new, uh, game company and it's called Dreamhaven. Um, they're not making the games. It's not like a game development studio. It's more of, um, like an overarching guidance and funding in which development studios can work under. Um, and two of the companies are brand new and headed by, like, this is all headed by former Blizzard people. Um, one of them is Moonshot, and the other one is Secret Door. And Moonshot is headed by, and these names will sound very familiar if you've been following Hearthstone or Blizzard in general, uh, Moonshot's headed by Jason Chase, who used to be the executive producer who worked on Hearthstone. Um, in fact, he, him, Ben Brode, and Eric Dodds were the three people that were there, or, and uh, Rob Pardo, uh, were the four people that were there when they announced Hearthstone at PAX East years and years ago. Um, and he's joined by Dustin Browder, who used to be the game director for Hearthstone 2, or for Hearthstone 2, StarCraft 2, and uh, Heroes of the Storm. And... Ben Thompson, who I didn't realize had left Blizzard. He was the creative director for Hearthstone recently. Um, he's joined them as well over at Moonshot. And um, Secret Door is headed by um, Chris Sigati, who at one point was an executive producer for Hearthstone, StarCraft II, and Heroes of the Storm. And he was a lead producer on the original Warcraft 3. And he is joined by Eric Dodds, who you'll know as the first game director of Hearthstone. And... Uh, Alan uh, Debrary, who was um, one of the game directors uh, for Heroes of the Storm after Dustin Browder had left. Um, those are some huge names. Uh, and then guided by, of course, Mike Morheim. Um, granted, we haven't seen any studios that have been headed up by Blizzard veterans that have been successful yet. They've been, like, super successful. at this. So who knows if this will be. But Mike Morheim's a pretty cool dude. And yeah, pretty, pretty cool, dude. Pretty, pretty cool, cool dude. dude. And I, I hope he uh, has a lot of success with this. And he's got the, I mean, he's got the brain power behind it, in my opinion. Those are a yeah, lot of big Yeah, let's see if he can capture the magic again, right? <laughs> yeah. Can he capture our wildest imaginations again? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that's a couple more studios headed up by former Blizzard, uh, employees and veterans uh like the other two studios that i think of that also haven't released any games yet um of course second dinner headed up by uh ben brode and uh yang Wu as the two co-founders uh former hearthstone uh folks and then um uh man why can't i remember the other name of uh, the one that's headed up by rob pardo um it's like a flame it looks like a flame their logo for some reason, I can't remember the name of it, though. 
Um, that one's been, they've been doing stuff for years at this point because it felt like he left in like 2015, 2016. So, and they, they haven't looked like they've done much of anything yet. So it'll, it, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that Has out of ben all of those Rhodes, studios. Has second dinner done anything yet? Uh, no, second dinner hasn't done anything yet, but they've only been going for a little over a year at this point. Right. I'm, uh, re- yeah. I'm on their webpage right now. They they do have the official partnering with Marvel. That's yeah. their it's the main yeah. thing on their landing page. Yeah, they're working but... on a Marvel game. Mm-hmm. We know that much. We don't know we don't know anything beyond that. It's just a Marvel, Marvel. game and they got Marvel. funding and they got a lot of funding from uh China. <laughs> <laughs> Remember at the beginning of the podcast how I said I loved China. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> right. Um so I don't know. What 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 do you think? Uh, what do you think all these guys are up to? Making a- any games. ideas beyond making... just making games? Like what kind of games? Strategy games, man. They're not making fighting games or something. They're sticking to their. I feel like they're sticking in their lane, which is yeah. like probably fighting. They're not probably strategy games of some type. Whether it's yeah. a card game or not, I don't. I don't I think doubt they'll it. make a card game. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a TFT like thing. I thought it was going to be an auto chess when they originally announced it. I thought it was going to be like a Marvel auto chess. That would have been pretty cool. You know what? Someone needs to make a Fall Guys type game that knows what the hell they're doing. That would be cool. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Fall Guys doesn't know what they're doing. Fall Guys doesn't know what they're doing. Their developers have no idea what they're doing. They've they've already ruined their game. <laughs> what? Tell me more. What's going on with the season two about that? I know my, my, my younger brother's been telling me there's a season two that's come out. Is that just different maps and such? Uh, they added four new maps and uh, just like it's a new progression on the battle pass system, right? Um, so you've got some new cosmetics and stuff. Um, but the problem is like their servers are terrible and um, the server lag is even worse. So there's like a lot of like server desyncing issues. So you're like falling over from other people's server ghosts all the time. And like, there's times on like some of the game modes where um, I will still be on a platform and then it will tell me I'm eliminated because the server thought that I fell off, even though on that's... the client side, I'm not. And it's just like awful to play. You're just that that's pretty disheartening too. It's like, what? Right. Like uh, I love, I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I love the game, but they, they've broken it. And and they're not like they're not even acknowledging that it's broken, and that's disheartening. Yeah, I mean, so, I feel like they never even expected this level of success either. Right. On some level. But I would yeah. love to see that kind of game from a studio that knows what the heck they're doing. Like that, that game was so much fun. Um, if it's just not, it's just being executed poorly. And if you look at like Twitch, like their numbers are like way, way down from where they were a little over a month ago. A lot of those games go through booms, though. Among Us is doing okay, but like it had a giant spike in the beginning. Right. And that that game is interesting in the aspect where it was actually out for two years before yeah. the giant spike came. Right, right, because a pandemic happened and people wanted to play social games. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's like the streamers found it more so than did. anything. They did, yeah. Th- yeah, that that's what brought it. it in the limelight. It's funny because the game literally just didn't get updated for two years, right? And then it's like somebody's like on like so like one of the people who probably works for the company just like dusts off their server, notices all of a sudden 
that they went from why do like, i have all this money in my bank account <laughs> no they went from like 100 daily active users to like a hundred thousand overnight yeah uh i i actually have a graph uh that shows like over time like they like the growth like it was literally like two years later and it was showing like all of their content releases and like nothing jumped up and then it shows them like stopping development and then like six months later like a huge spike <laughs> in traffic and sales um and it just comes down to like they they just they had a good game sitting there that not a lot of people paid attention to um but it got the marketing power because people started popular people started playing it and the game was actually pretty fun when you're playing with other people you know playing with I, other people and it's, uh yeah it's a dick it, it's a good it's a fun social game and that's it's, why i was saying like hearthstone needs that as well yeah like i mean that's something gem. that's something with a lot of the games that are currently very popular it's really fun to play them with other people like playing a game of TFT where you go in, you're playing with someone else in a in a voice call, hanging out. Yeah. It's cool. I like doing that. But I wish I could do that with Hearthstone in some aspect. A two on two game mode where I can get in a call with someone and then we're playing against someone, that would be super cool. Two headed giant and something like that. That would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick. I mean, I've literally been playing TFT with Danny. And <laughs> yeah, it's been a good right, time. I've been like... playing him. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been getting coached. Yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still playing Fall Guys. I'm just upset with the game, and I don't play by myself anymore. The only time I play is when my friends are also playing it with me. Um, and then at that point, it's more about me hanging out with my friends in the game. Um, yeah. but we we play Among Us at least once a week now as well. Um, and the first time I played with you, Ray, I hated that game so much. By the way, why? <laughs> Was it because of the people we were playing? It with? was because of the people we were playing with. <laughs> okay, tell me what they did. Uh, no. So first of all, I didn't know too much about the game, right? And just getting told, like, um, and I'm like, hey, this person did this, and then just straight up getting told, well, this isn't part of the meta, and quit being bad at this game. Just turned me off. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I, I don't remember that day very well, but I could like. I just play with like people that are in my Discord community, so it could be like different people every day. But I could see like how like sometimes people are like, "Oh, this person like sat at this task and the tasks are didn't go up, so that means they're sus." Even if they're just like literally learning the game and trying to figure out where the heck their tasks even are. Yeah, yeah, that um, happened to me when I played with Ray. I went through and I'm like, <laughs> I, essentially, at one point, I was accused of. I'm like, look, I'm trying to figure out how to do this task, and they're like, no, you're the imposter. I'm like, no, <laughs> I just no. don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> they're like, why were you running into a wall? What are you doing? That's <laughs> just like, yeah. no, these people are new, and you need to be patient. But some people are like, and then, no, and then and then you, there's a lot of people just yelling over each other. And like I'm like that was the fun part though. It was really entertaining to uh, be a part of that. I, I, I didn't that like exciting. it. I don't like people yelling, and so yeah. it, it turns me off big time. I mean, I that just depends. Like, there's days where you have people who are not very aggressive, and they're like, it's like a you actually get to talk, and you know, it's not super aggro. And then there's some days where you're just trying to scream over one another so you can <laughs> say whatever it is you want to say. Yeah. But you can't actually because the other person is just screaming over you. I feel like if I played it now with your group, I'd be fine. 
but that the first time playing through, I'm just like, I hate this game. It's so stupid. And then I played with my friends, and we were all chill. And I've kind of learned how to play the game. I can, I'm feel like I'm pretty decent at the game too. Um, that if I played again with that crew, it'd, it'd probably be a different experience, and I wouldn't have the same problems that that I just talked about. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. It's uh, the group that you play with matters a, a lot in whether or not you actually have fun and. I think for me personally, I can kind of mold into any group. Like I'm okay being like a normal person and just like talking like this and being like, okay, this is what I think. And then I'm also okay screaming at the top of my lungs, telling people they're stupid and just like <laughs> going crazy. Like, uh, like I'm okay with yeah. both. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that second one. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, it's intense, but I'm, I'm I'm around a lot of intense people, I guess. <laughs> as I've as we've learned recently that we won't get into. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, that was a weird side track away from Mike Morheim and his new company. Uh, but uh, the last thing that we have on this list, and I think we kind of hinted on this a little bit too, talked about it a little bit, is. PC Gamer put out an article uh, where they interviewed Dean Ayala, and the title of the article is "How Did Hearthstone's Meta Get So Healthy?" <laughs> and mm. Ray, you yeah, read that. And Ray, you read that. And what was your first response when you read that headline? I don't know if healthy equals good. Like, I mean, I think it is. Like, I don't know if healthy equals balanced, or if it equals good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's a like, I don't really know in what, like, what defines a healthy meta. I don't. Okay, I, I'll tell you what defines a healthy meta according to this article uh, and what they're talking about here. Um, they're, they're talking about, uh, uh, you know, uh, l- looking at the September da- data Reaper reports from Vicious Syndicate. Uh, last month, they reported two weeks in which we've been without a headlining tier one deck. And we've seen uh, the same results for the first week of October. Uh, multiple classes and archetypes feel genuinely viable to play in ranked format uh, and uh, to find out how we got here and whether it's likely to stay. They they spoke to Dean Ayala. Um, and they also had a quote from uh, Zelay somewhere as well who was, you know, kind of hyping it up, you know, just talking about the game and uh, how it can play different decks. And it was like, I'm not, like, uh, being sarcastic about this or anything. This is... Uh, true. Yeah, he said, uh, I love the whole, uh, I believe this is the most fun, most balanced, healthiest metagame Hearthstone has ever experienced. I can play a wide variety of decks, make a lot of decisions that matter, experience incredible different games. Um, maybe I should clarify this. This is my sincere thoughts. And I've been saying this as much on stream for weeks now. Um, I really don't have a problem with losing to random stuff in Hearthstone. I signed up for it to be playing this game. If I wanted to be playing chess, I would be. Um, that that's something that Zlay said uh, a week ago on Twitter. Yeah, I think there are really only like a couple problematic cards, and they're all mage cards. So, like, yeah, I understand that point from Zlay. Like, losing to random things is something we sign up for, and I definitely agree with that. Like, we're playing Hearthstone, and like you said, if we wanted to play chess, we would be. But I feel like a lot of people don't deal with that very well. Like, people are very bad at losing to. Sources of Apprentice evocation into your opponent playing solitaire for five minutes. People don't handle that very well. 
and uh that's really the main complaint i see i've also seen people say like the meta game is boring because there's no deck that's like op or like clearly tier one above everything else for some reason people think that's boring i don't know i think that's fine i think the meta is balanced um outside of literally when mage gets to play solitaire with themselves but i also think it's kind of boring at the same time because we've been playing like the decks haven't changed at all the only thing that's changed is the amount of decks that are viable like they've taken out all the op decks like when they do these nerfs like they literally are deleting decks they deleted druid from the game they deleted turtle mage from the game like they're they're, they are addressing balance issues, but they're not adding new things. They're just getting rid of the unbalanced things, which means there's less decks to actually play, even though there's still a lot of decks to play. It's weird. It's, I would say that having something that is slightly unbalanced is interesting in the perspective of it adds a challenge to the game if you have a deck i mean obviously if something's blown out of proportion like naga giants or something where you win 90 percent of your games like that's uh, that's something you need to address but if there's something where it's like if everything's at a 50 percent win rate then you have a 50 50 it's essentially a coin flip if you win or you lose but if you get to a point where you have something that's slightly more pervasive than other things all of a sudden you can start trying a little crazy options to try to take that out or you have the drive to master something that is slightly better than something else where an unbalanced meta can actually lead to a little bit more um interest in playing the game because all of a sudden well i now need to be the best at this tier one deck the one that is the best i need to learn the ins and outs of it i need to figure out how to counter it it adds a lot of counterplay into the meta whereas if everything's balanced all of a sudden it comes into great i can play whatever i want and things get a little stale at that point when there's a problem you have to solve people get in um very um there's a lot of ingenuity that's involved with that trying to solve something that's broken. I think when there's a lot of decks in the metagame too, it's hard to predict what you're going to play again, so it kind of feels like a coin flip. You're like, oh, wow, I just... Like, everybody... Like, if every deck is viable, say all nine classes are viable, but then you queue into, like, Druid five times in a row, and you're like, wow. Like, and, like, that's your bad matchup, and you're just like... Now you have that kind of stuff, whereas, like, when the meta has, like, a tier one deck, like, it's more predictable, and... I don't know. I feel like the matchup variance. Or, or you know, hey, less. I'm probably going to see this deck X amount of times, and I can be a little bit prepared for it. Right, exactly. I I don't really know if that's a bad thing, though. Like, I don't know if having a bunch of decks is a bad thing. Like, that's such a weird thing to think of as a bad thing. Yeah, or this is definitely a first-world video <laughs> game type of problem, right? Like... I mean, you know how many times we've called for something like this to happen? I think we're in a very good spot, right? We, we might be nitpicking by going over this. I think that it's a, it's a good spot. I think the developers have done a fantastic job. I mean, to get to this spot, they, they have done a lot of work, and they've really done very well. I don't think we're the ones who are necessarily nitpicking. I'm just, like, echoing what I've seen people complain about. And I'm literally saying that it is confusing to me. And I'm trying to understand why they're complaining about it. Because, like, it was, like, I had a conversation with Luker on Twitter, and he was just like, yeah, it's too balanced. Like, this is bad. And I'm like, what? What? 
Like the game's like, too balanced. Like what? What? Like, do, 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 like go back in time and like read yourself reading this, like, <laughs> and tell me it doesn't sound insane. Like it wasn't the meme that Blizzard doesn't know how to balance Hearthstone, and then they do it, and we're like, okay, Blizzard, Blizzard, this is too balanced. Blizzard, come on now, come on now, Blizzard. <laughs> what are you doing? This, you gave us, you gave us one of the things we wanted. We cannot have this, right? Uh, I think we've come to the point the point where we realize that the psychological effects of Hearthstone is that people just like to complain. I knew I mean, that a long time ago. People, I think that's a thing in life in general. Actually, I don't think it's do not think it's uh, specifically uh, Hearthstone related. I think people just love to complain, but I do think that it shines a light on the real issues where it's like, I don't actually think the issue is that the game is too balanced. I think the issue is that it just doesn't feel fun to play. And I don't think that's because of standard being too balanced. I think it's I, just, there's no incentive. I think to it play. goes back into exactly the conversation we had 20 minutes ago. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think people are like missing the point on like i feel like that's actually what they should be complaining about not that the meta is too balanced <laughs> like that just sounds ridiculous like all these people are ridiculous like i definitely agree with zelay and even though it's like the game I, the game I cannot be fun because it doesn't have that carrot on a stick feel to it right now um but that doesn't mean that the game is not the, the actual gameplay is not in a good place. See, yeah. they're having the opposite problem of what I just described with Fall Guys, right? Fall Guys, I'm like, man, I really want to play this game. It's really fun, but their shit's broke. And yeah. Hearthstone, their shit's working, but I don't feel compelled to play it. Like, there's uh, like there's not something there that gets me excited to go play it right crown. now. Right. Yeah, it's like I'm not getting my crown. I'm not winning crowns. You can't buy anything cool and new in the shop. You don't have a Sonic the Hedgehog I don't, like, outfit. That is literally why I'm going to be playing uh, Fall Guys the next three days is because I want to go get that Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 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 costume and, and buy that with crowns. So I need to go grind the game to get that because it's only available for the next three days. Like, that's crazy. Like, that, that's the incentive for me to go play Fall Guys, a game that I am just talked about that while I enjoy... I feel like the game's broken and makes it unenjoyable. Whereas Hearthstone, I enjoy the game, but I'm not playing it because there's nothing there to in incentivize me to play it on a on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Yep. I think I think we just solved the problem, at least for me. Put Sonic costumes in Hearthstone. Put Sonic costumes in Hearthstone. <laughs> exactly. For three I mean, days. <laughs> I mean, it, it couldn't hurt. It could, like it's all I'm saying. Like it couldn't hurt, right? Like in. It's like, dude, it's like the McDonald's effect, dude. You just got the Travis Scott meal, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that went crazy. Now they, 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 they capitalize it. Now they get the J Balvin meal. Dude, right. Fall Guys is going to go through the same thing. They're going to have the Sonic meal, and then they're going to, that's going to be yeah. a success, and then they're going to go to the next thing. Yeah. And then next thing or, you know, they're going to have spicy chicken McNuggets. Oh, maybe. I don't, okay, maybe. Well, that's that what McDonald's a, did. True. Wait, they have spicy nuggets at yeah, McDonald's have, now? Yeah, they have spicy chicken McNuggets. I guess. JR says so. I don't go to that place. That place is probably not on the uh, heart transplant <laughs> diet. <laughs> it's uh, probably not a part of that. Um, it was big in the news. 
I haven't actually had them yet. I heard they're good though. I seriously. Not gonna be Wendy's spicy nuggets. I don't even care. <laughs> I'm all good. I mean, I figured that you knew about them because you were talking about the Travis Scott meal, right? Well, that, that was an add-on was... Twitch for a really long time. That was just like a meme, and whenever I watch a Twitch stream, I literally get a commercial for it. Gotcha. I see. I don't it's... watch enough Twitch to have caught on to that. It's actually just if you watch anything that has any type of advertisements, it was that. I mean, like, I, I've seen the ads. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it was a meme uh, in the community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also just a meme in general. Like, I literally watched like a compilation of like kids going up and playing sicko mode and like being like, "I want the Travis Scott meal," thinking like this is a good thing to do to a McDonald's employee who already doesn't hate their life. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, dude, some sometimes, man. So, some people, dude. So let's see. So what Hearthstone needs to add is the Sonic costumes, uh, spicy chicken spicy nuggets, nuggets, and the Travis Scott <laughs> meal, and we're good to go. Yes, and exactly. just advertise the hell out of it all. Exactly. Yeah, just making a meme. We're expecting our consulting fee, Blizzard. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take my check in the mail or buy Pokemon cards, whichever you prefer. Yeah. But I mean, if there was like weekly or daily incentives or anything like that, that's like, man, if I play five or six games this week and, you know, grind, you know, grind something out, then uh, I feel like I'm making progress on something. And, and, and if, they add in anything that like, hey, Danny and Ray, let's uh go play some Hearthstone with uh uh some listeners, you know, and, and hang out with them for a bit and make it totally fun. Oh. Um, there's no there's no like real way of doing that right now in oh, the game. I actually thought of something. I actually know so many people that play League and TFT to and, and get to like a high rank specifically so they can get their victorious little legend, which is like. A thing you get for like achieving like a higher rank. It's not like a rank five or what is it? What is the card back that Hearthstone gives? It's like it's if like you... five wins, right? Yeah, it's not like that. It's like you legitimately have to get like a respectable rank and you unlock this thing that says like victorious. Uh, it's like a victorious skin basically. And it's like, I feel like that something like that would be really cool. I feel like a lot of people would actually try to push for a legend every month if they could get like a card back that was like victorious like Jaina or something like that or something that was just like represented their accomplishments in the game. Right. Right, because I hit uh I I, I in fact I posted this on Twitter earlier this week. Um 5 years ago was the first time I hit legend. And uh you know, that was a big deal uh back then cuz you know, I showed a screenshot of uh me hitting legend for the first time blah blah blah. I I've hit legend maybe less than 10 times since then. And I just don't care to. Like, there's no reason, right? I hit it once. I, I have the card back. Why do I need to hit it again? There's no you reason. Don't. I don't. Exactly. The content, bro. Do it for the That's content. <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still in the boat that I want to see variety within Hearthstone, where things get stale after a while. Have something where you have a rotating core set or something, something like that, where you you have four sets that you play every month, and then all of a sudden they switch around and you have four new sets. So yeah. I don't have to go like if I play right now, I can go on HS um, replay or something along those lines, find out the best deck, and all of a 
sudden it's incredibly stale because everyone else is playing the meta decks. It's all the same stuff. I, mean, I want to have some yeah. deck brewing involved. I want to make sure I want to I want to have that like Johnny experience where I go through and something that I built wins the game because I put some ridiculous tech card in the deck because I was prepared. I want to have one of those experiences. I want to have a decent limited um, experience that isn't like arena. Oh, like an actual like draft mode where it's competitive. That would be cool. Like yeah. eight, like a live draft mode where it's like, like a pod draft. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be yeah. really cool if you could do that with your friends. You get like a nope. Like or a, just a like with random draft. people and it's like a tour to bit. Yep. Or, or I'm, I'd be open with just friends too. Like I'm both. Both is good, great, right? I mean, even like what Artifact did was fine too, where it's like you don't actually have to technically. Like, you're not drafting against other people in real time, but you're drafting against a, like, seven, like, there is a pod of eight, and they, it's all, like, simulated, and there's, like, an algorithm where it's, like, they learn what's good, like, based off of everybody else. Like, I think Artifact actually had a really cool system for drafting. It's bots, pretty much, yeah. And then all of a sudden you play your draft deck in areas against other people. Right, exactly. Yeah, the MTGA bots aren't has bad. that. Yeah, yeah well, they learn over time is one of the one of the things. Oh, okay, MTG. Oh, yeah, that's right. Magic has that as well. I forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, that literally that they if they did that, that would be really cool. Yeah. All right. I think I I think we've talked this to death at this point, and uh, it's probably time to go ahead and Ooh. think about getting out of here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Same thing. Uh, let's Lobster. see what button do I hit been a while all right it's that button hitting that button hitting that button does the thing that i need it to do uh, so yeah uh so uh let's see here it's been a while since i've done this um so if you'd like to email us or anything uh well met at blizzpro.com is where you can do that uh i would love to get your emails and uh read them on the show i know the last episode we had a really great email that came in and uh we answered it and uh, it's been a while since we've done a show, so it's no surprise that we don't have any this week. Uh, but blizzpro.com is a way to do that. If you'd like to help to su- uh, support the show in any way, um, I feel bad about saying this because, it's once again, it's been a month since we've done the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash podcast is a place to do that. Um, you know, as low as a dollar a month. Uh, you sometimes early access to the show. Or always gets you early access to the show. Sometimes gets you a pre-show and post-show, uh, depending on what we're talking about and uh, if we can release that to, you know, the public or not. Uh, this week we couldn't, so we didn't record. Uh, and uh, if you don't want to support it that way, another great way uh, is through like podcast reviews. Uh, iTunes reviews is a great place for that. Um, also, there was uh, something, and I. There, there's a uh, something I'm going to add to this on the next show, and it's um, put together by Realm uh, Podcast. Uh, uh, I don't know if I said that right, but it's Ro who does it. It's on Warcraft Radio, and basically what they did was they took all of the Blizzard-related podcasts and made like a centralized place where you can go and see like, hey, if I want a uh, Warcraft podcast, I can... Uh, go and see all of the active Warcraft podcasts and choose which one 
uh, if I want a Hearthstone related podcast, I can go there and, uh, uh, you know, just look at the Hearthstone related ones. And they have a review system in there as well. Um, so I will include a link in the show notes to that. I just don't have it in my notes, so I can't remember the URL off the top of my head. I know it's sponsored by um, uh, Warcraft Radio and put together by uh, Ro over at Realm Maintenance Podcast. I think I said that wrong earlier. Realm Maintenance Podcast. Uh, so go check that out because they did a really awesome job with it. Um, beyond that, uh, shout outs and how can people get in contact with you? Uh, Ray. Shout outs to anybody who's uh, been supporting me when I actually do stream. I've been a little bit AFK the last like week or two, uh, but I have good reasons. Cannot say what they are now, but you'll probably find out in like a month or so. I can't wait till you can tell that story. I, it's 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 gonna be a it's it's, it's a story be, it's a story that is for sure it's gonna be something that's for sure um <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you can follow me on twitter at pg underscore racy uh on twitch at twitch.tv slash racy um i'm sure i'll be doing more hearthstone stuff whenever nerfs buffs new content gets announced Etc. Etc. Yeah. As Ray's what falling is- asleep doing the podcast. No, I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> just really like. I I know why you're tired. It's fine. Uh, yeah. You you've been texting me at like 3 a.m. sometimes. So. Uh, this, this, this thing. This thing I'm working on, man. <laughs> right. I know. I know. Uh, Danny, how about you? Um, my shout out this week is going to you, the podcast listener. Thank you for sticking around this long, especially with us being on this hiatus. So I do want to give a shout out to you, the podcast listener. I think that we really appreciate you guys listening to this. Um, thanks for sticking around throughout our hiatus. And hopefully we'll continue on, on our current streak and, um, or not this current streak, but we'll get a a new streak going. Our current streak of one. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I I have something fun. Okay. If you're in the discord, the well-met discord, Take a guess as to what I am busy doing. Just take a guess, and we'll look at it a month from now. Oh, this is gonna be great. Oh, that, that's gonna be a, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Um, as for me, I, I'm gonna mimic what Danny just said. Um, and I know that we've been on a hiatus, and I'm gonna explain that just real briefly. Um, the scheduling lately has just been a pain. Um, all of us have different things going on. And, uh, in fact, we wanted to do a show this week, and this was our third reschedule for this week alone to get it done today, um, just because of things. Uh, And we were all responsible for it, whether it's work or other things, right? Me Um, falling asleep. Ray falling asleep, (laughs) which was actually literally one of the things, yes. (laughs) Uh, So, we're not quitting the show. We're not going to stop doing the show. We might not be as frequent as what we used to be. And that's very, you know, that's probably going to be the case. We still love chatting. We still love talking about this game. That's not going to go away. There just might be times where you don't hear from us for a month. And uh, you know what? I appreciate it when you guys go into Discord and you're like, are you guys going to do a show? I mean, where are you guys at? Like, that's awesome. It means that you care. 
and uh i i really appreciate that so same i always feel bad i'm just like oh, yeah i do too i wish well. i could just sit down and like record an episode like multiple times a week like i wish yeah. i could do that it's i just, just don't have like, the time not realistic yeah. with life right now unfortunately yep so um anyway uh, that's just a long-winded way of saying thank you uh for sticking through and uh hopefully everybody continues uh to hang out with us and listen and uh, uh we'll, we'll continue doing this so don't worry about that uh so anyway thanks for joining us for episode uh 242 of well met uh, you can find more awesome Hearthstone uh, content throughout the week over at hearthstone.blizzpro.com. Uh, you can also tweet us at Walmart Podcast. Uh, like I said, email us at walmartblizzpro.com with comments, questions, and ideas that you have for the show. Uh, thanks for Jake Buttonew for the amazing intro music and the music that you're hearing right now. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Oh. My butthole's about to explode. <laughs>